This event was recorded live at the 2011 Edinburgh International Book Festival. Hi, good morning everybody, or good afternoon, and welcome to the Edinburgh International Book Festival. How nice to see you all here this morning. Wow, we're in for a bit of a special morning. Um, how many people in this audience like to have a good laugh? Yeah, me too. How many people in this audience like to be a little bit scared? Yeah, me too. Well, you're really lucky because today's author and illustrator is the fabulous Christina Stevenson. And perhaps you've read some of her books about the adventures of Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. And if you have, you'll know that we're going to laugh a bit and, oh, we're going to get some tingles up the back of our neck as well. I would like you to give a very warm welcome to Christina Stevenson. Thank you very much. Can you all hear me at the back? Yeah. Am I nice and loud? You can all hear me? I can't see you. I have to find... Can you see me? Yeah. Yes. It's really lovely to be here to see you all. Hands up, who would like to actually be a bold, brave knight? Some of you have said you like having a laugh. Some of you said you, you like being a bit scared. Would you actually like to be a bold, brave knight going on an adventure? Some of you, most of you, fantastic. Right, I like to ask, when, when, I, when I start, when I meet all of you, and I meet people for the first time, I like to start with a question. I like to ask you something. You all know that, that I have written and illustrated some books. Um, what I'd like to ask you is, who do you think writes the best stories for children? Put your hand up, anybody? Right at the back there. Me? Oh, you're very nice. Thank you. I don't think I, don't think I do. Um, it's very kind of you. Yes, in the red. Who do you think writes the best stories for children? Julia Donaldson. She's very good. She's had some success as well, hasn't she? She's done quite well. Um, who do you think? Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl is probably my favourite, but that's not who I was thinking of. Shall I tell you who I think writes the best stories for children? It's you. Yeah, oh, everyone always says that. You're always so surprised, and I never know why you're surprised. I think children have the best ideas for stories. And us grown-ups, we, you know, we have ideas too, some of us, but lots of grown-ups forget about imaginations and ideas and things. You children have the best ideas for stories, and would you like to know how I know that's true? Not only do all of you have given me wonderful ideas at the end of, end of events, but the very first time I wrote a book, which was Sir Charlie Stinky Socks and the Really Big Adventure, I decided I wanted to write a story. I, I liked drawing pictures, and I'd done pictures for other people's books, but I'd never written my own story before. And I thought, you know, I'd like to have a go at doing that. Would any of you like to be authors when you grow up? Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'm here to prove that any of you can be authors. You can be authors now, and you can be authors like me when you grow up. Just keep your imagination going. Keep these wonderful ideas going. When I decided I wanted to write this book, I knew I wanted to draw pictures of things like dragons and monsters and witches and things, because I like those things. Those sorts of things interest me, and I knew I could have a go at drawing them. But I didn't know what I wanted the story to be about. And the worst thing of all is I didn't know how to start the story. Do you have that problem sometimes? If you have to start a story, you think, I just don't know where to start. Well, the ideas can come from the most extraordinary places. And the idea for this one came from, not me, but it came from the real Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. And I'll introduce you to him in a little while. 
But the real Sir Charlie Stinky Socks is my son, whose name is... Charlie, yes, amazing, amazing but true. My son is called Charlie. And when he was about three, so much younger than you, when he was about three years old, and this is absolutely true, this story, um, so, you know, I'm not telling you any lies, it's absolutely true. When he was about three and I decided I wanted to write a story and I didn't know how to start it, I decided the best thing to do, instead of being in a really bad mood around the house, I would go shopping. Sometimes it's a good idea to do something different. If you're trying to think of an idea and you can't, go shopping, go and do something else. Excuse me. So I got in the car, I put Charlie in his car seat, and Charlie is, remember, he was only about this big, little, little three-year-old, two and a half, three years old, and I put him in his car seat. And do you remember when you were very, very small, and you had those very first car seats, and they were sort of like bucket seats, and you sit in them, and a great big strap comes up here, and great big straps come down there, and they clunk you in, and you cannot move. Do you remember those? And they're there for your safety, very good reason for you being there, to keep you safe. But you cannot move in your car seat. So Charlie was there in the front of the car like this, strapped into his car seat. And I was driving the car beside him, going down to the shops. Here's me driving the car. All the cars going this way quite fast, lots of cars overtaking, very busy road. It was a dual carriageway. And I was driving along like this. <gasps> Do you know what Charlie did? Something none of you would ever do. He tried to get out of his car seat. He tried to break free. He tried, don't look so worried, honestly, it's not that scary. But he tried to get out and he was pulling his legs up like this and he was pushing his arms down and he was trying to get out of his car seat. And I was very worried, I couldn't stop the car. All I could do was say, Charlie, Charlie, put your feet down. And do you know what he said? He said, no. <laughs> oh, don't laugh, it was scary. I said, Charlie, you must put your feet down. And he said, I can't. And I said, why not? And he said, because they're waiting down there. And I said, who's waiting down there? And he said, the wiggly woos. They're waiting down there to tickle my toes. Well, I could not see anything in the bottom of the car, but Charlie was sure that he could see wiggly woos in the bottom of the car, waiting to tickle his toes. I said, don't worry, we'll go home. And of course, I thought that was the best idea for starting a story, wiggly-woos, waiting to tickle your toes. So I turned the car around. I did not do any shopping. We were very hungry for a week. We had a lot of toast. And my family are here today, and they'll tell you it's absolutely true. For about a week, I just gave them toast for breakfast, toast for lunch, and toast for tea. So they don't like toast much now. But I managed to write the first story which was Sir Charlie Stinky Socks and the really big adventure. Who's read this story? Quite a lot of you. Well, if you haven't, don't worry, because we're going to hear about it later on. First thing I decided to do was draw the wiggly woos. Now, who likes drawing? Hands up who like drawing? Loads of you. Drawing is the best thing in the world, isn't it? You can create all sorts of things, whatever you want. And if you did wiggly woos, you could draw them any way you wanted. But this is how I drew my wiggly woos. Do you think they look tickly, wiggly? And I imagined, this is what I used my imagination for, I imagined this is what Charlie could see in the bottom of the car waiting to tickle his toes. And I thought they'd probably live in a forest and they could wait in the grass to tickle your toes. Next I had to have a hero. And who was my hero going to be? My central character. It was going to be Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. Now lots of you have met him. Sir Charlie Stinky Socks, bold, brave knight with his sword. Can you see over there? Can you see Sir Charlie? And he is, he's bold, he's brave, and he's awfully clever. And he likes big adventures anywhere. Anywhere he goes, he's never afraid. Always takes his sword with him. Somebody else he always takes with him, his best friend. Anybody know who his best friend in the whole wide world? Yes. Mr. 
Envelope the cat. And if we've got time at the end, remind me to tell you why he's called Envelope. There's a funny story there, too. This is Envelope the cat. Now, does Envelope the cat look brave? Does Envelope the cat look like a scaredy cat? Yes. yes. And that's quite fun with picture books. The words can say one thing, but if you look carefully at the pictures, they can say something else. So in the book, I call him a faithful, fearless cat. He's not fearless at all. He's terrified. And what does he do whenever there's any sign of danger? He, he runs away. He does indeed. He hides. He scarpers. He runs away. He always comes back because that's what friends do. So Charlie's other best friend is what? How does Sir Charlie, how does Sir Charlie get around? The good grey mare. Clip-clop. Clippity-clop. There's the good grey mare. Now, does the good grey mare look brave? No. Does the good grey mare look like a scaredy horse? Yeah. Yes. And what does the good grey mare do whenever there's any sign of danger? But always comes? Indeed. Best friends always do that. Now, Sir Charlie takes his friends on his first adventure into a deep, dark forest. Would you like to go there? Oh, it would be great. Yes, yes, yes. I would too. And there are wiggly woos waiting in the grass. There are some eyes. Can you see the little eyes there? And we don't know yet who those eyes belong to. But we can see somebody in the corner. Who is this? Who is it? It's not the wizard this time. It's the wily witch with the watch. I like that. I like the wah, wah, wah sound. The wily witch with the watch. If I say one, two, three, at the tops of your voices, can you all say wily witch with the watch? Okay? One, two, three. Wily witch with the watch. Doesn't that sound great? Wah, wah, wah. And that's the wily witch with the watch. I decided instead of giving her a black pointy hat and a black cloak, I decided I'd make her look like our next door neighbor. And that's our next door neighbor. She's very nice, actually. She's not a witch, um, but she's very nice. And I decided to, that's what I was saying about when you do your own pictures, you can make them look any way you want. They don't have to look like other people's witches. They can look like any sort of witch. And this was my witch. And she follows along with a watch. And she's always checking the time. And I'm sure we know why. What else do they meet in the forest? Who are these? Who are they? The monsters, the beasties, very hungry beasties. One is so hungry here, he is picking his nose. Very naughty beast. None of you would do that, I'm sure. And there are the beasts. One of them's trying to eat a wiggly woo. Hungry beasts in the forest. I think it's quite fun to meet beasts in the forest. And those were the eyes that were watching. Now then, Sir Charlie takes his, all these characters into the middle of the forest and they come to a tall, tall tower with a pointy roof. And here is, can you see the tall, tall tower? Can you see it here? Very, very tall tower. Can you see it stretching right up into the sky? Can you see it all? Everyone see it? Yes. yes, you're brilliant. Some people say no and I'm very, very disappointed. You can see this very tall tower and it's stretching right up into the clouds. Now, what is behind the tower? What does Charlie meet behind the tower? Does anybody know? Yes? A dragon. A dragon who looks like this, breathing fire. Could you all please breathe fire onto me? Teachers as well. Very good. Much better when the teachers do it too. Fire breathing dragon. 
pretty scary, but Charlie sorts out this dragon, doesn't he? Now, when he gets to the top of the tower with all his friends, he meets the most terrifying thing of all. More terrifying than the dragon, scarier than the beasts, more awful than the witch. Who does he meet? The princess. There she is. How scary is that? Oh, she is. She's shouting. She's stamping her feet. That looks pretty, so I'd be quite scared by that. She is quite scary. And there's the princess at the top of the tower. And we're going to find out all about the princess at the top of the tower. Would you like, rather than me read the story, because some of you have read the story a lot, just to try and make this a bit more interesting and to bring the book to life a bit, would you like to act out the story with me? Shall we do a little play? Look, lots of hands going up. Shall we do that? Shall we tell the story of Sir Charlie's Thingsocks using all of you and me, a bit of music, all sorts of things like that? Shall we do that? And some costumes I brought with me. Fantastic. I'll clear some space here. Actually, Maddie, could you come and clear the... Just clear those off to the side. Right, I'm going to need some volunteers, people who like to dress up and tell a story. Lots of people, fantastic. I always worry in case people will say no. Okay, let's have, we need, we need somebody to be, put your hands down for the minute. First of all, we'd like somebody to be Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. And so we're going to have, shall we have, oh my goodness, I can hardly see people at that. Shall we have, would you like to come and be Sir Charlie in the yellow there? Up you come. This is, I knight you, Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. Put your hands up in the air, Charlie. Your name's not Charlie, is it? No. No. Okay, hands in. And what does Sir Charlie need? A sword. Up you come, Sir Charlie. Up here. Sir Charlie with a sword. Doesn't he look marvellous? <laughs> marvellous knight. Right, we would like, please, envelope the cat. Could you all go, meow? Yeah. Wonderful cats. Okay, would you like to be envelope? You, yes? Envelope the cat. Jump up envelope. Okay. Could you give us a meow? Bit louder. Fantastic. Okay, you can stand next door to your knight. Could we have a horse, please? A good grey mare. Could we have a good grey mare? Would you like to come be the good grey mare? Up you come. Here we go. Here we are, this is a good grey mare. Can you all read that? In case you forget who she is. Hands up, good grey mare. We've lost you. No, there you are. Now, because you've only got two feet, I've brought you two more. Could you give us a clip-clop like this? Clip-clop. Didn't you think that was a horse? For one minute, didn't you think that was a real horse there? Okay, envelope, do you want to stand up? Stand up next to your night. Rekha, you stand together. Could we please have a wily witch with a watch? We have a wily witch with a watch. Lots of boys' hands going up as well. Okay, do you want to come up? You're going to look beautiful. Up you come, witch. Okay, do you want to turn around so everybody can see you? Everybody always laughs at this wig. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Here we are, nearly finished. 
All right, is that too prickly? All right for you? You look lovely. What does she need? A watch, TikTok. There we are. And you just stay there. Could we please have a beastie? Who is a beastie? We need a beastie. Oh my goodness. Okay, you at the front there. Yes, yes, you, yes, you. You look like a beastie to me. Up you come, beastie. Now there is a way to get in this and I'm never quite sure how to do it. If I put it on your head, can you find the armholes? Wiggle your arms, oh, perfect. A born beastie. But I, no, I haven't, I haven't finished. Okay, do you want to go and sit, sit back where you were for now and I'll call you up when it's your turn to be beastly. Very good. Could we please have, um, could we please have a dragon, a long green dragon? Breathe fire on me. Okay, you there, in the red. Yeah, with your, no, no, yes, yes, that's the one. I promise you, don't be disappointed. You've all got something to do in this story. Everybody is just as important, and if anybody doesn't do their part, oh, it all goes horribly wrong. So you've all got to stay alert. There you are. We've got a long green dragon. Right, one person. Who have I forgotten? Who? Princess. Who'd like to be a princess? That's it. Come on then, up you come. Right, do you want to s step into this? <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I crown you Princess Stroppy Pants. <laughs> there you are. Hold on to that, but don't blow it yet, all right? You're gonna sit on your, on your throne in the Tall Tall Tower. Remember, this is the Tall Tall Tower. Okay, you guys all step back as far as you can. Right, here's the important bit. Are we all ready? We want to bring this book to life, okay? We really want to raise the rafters, well, the tent anyway. We want to drown out the traffic. We want to bring Sir Charlie Stinkstocks to life, just like it's a film or a radio play. So I need you to do all the sound effects for me. The only problem is I can't stop to tell you when to do it. So do you think you can listen carefully and remember exactly what you've got to do? Yes? Can you do that? Right, listen very carefully. I shall say this only once. First of all, we've got a deep dark forest where monstrous trees groan. So could you all behave like a tree, please? And could you groan like a tree? Oh, I can't hear you. I still can't hear you. Much better. Actually, I'm really getting a sense of forest here. This is fun. Let me see those trees again. Perfect. Inside this forest, we've got, um, we've got uh, terrible beasties that moan. Okay, terrible beasties. Make sure your beasts don't sound like your trees. So let's hear and see some beasts, please. Brilliant. Again, over here, beasts over here. Brilliant. And at the back, let's hear your beasts at the back. Perfect. Okay, let's see the trees. Beasts. 
Wonderful. We've got wiggly woos. Do you remember the wiggly woos that Charlie saw in the car? And the wiggly woos are like this. Get your hands like this and go. Brilliant. Okay, we'll do a quick run through. We'll do trees. Beasts. Wiggly woos. Fantastic. We've got, inside, in the middle of the forest, we've got a tall, tall tower with a pointy roof. So, and you have to do this every time I talk about the tall, tall tower with a pointy roof. Get your hands like this, the bottom of the tower. And we go, tall, tall tower with a pointy roof. I didn't hear you. Tall, tall tower with a pointy roof. That is fantastically pointy. From where I'm standing, I can see many points. Now, inside the tower, We've got a windy, windy staircase. Fingers at the ready. Start at the bottom and we go windy, windy staircase. Again, windy, windy staircase. Perfect. And then the last thing of all, we've got the witch's watch. If I talk about the witch or her watch, could you all go tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock? A bit louder. Tick tock. Perfect. All right, we'll recap one more time. We've got trees, beasts, wiggly woos, tall, tall tower with a pointy roof, windy, windy staircase, and the witch's watch. Perfect. Are you ready? Are you ready to tell this story? Are you sure you're ready to tell this story? Yeah. People on the stage, are you ready? Yeah. Yes? Okay, are you ready, princess? You look worried, you're not worried, are you? No, nobody's worried. Okay, which step back? If you all, actually, dragon, if you go and stand behind the princess there, because you're behind the tower, go and stand right behind the tower. There we are. Okay, guys, you stand away from the edge. Stand back a bit. You come and stand back here. Here we go. I like to start these adventures with Sir Charlie's theme tune. So Charlie has a bit of music, but he likes to sort of um, march along to. So if you'd like to just march on your bottoms to Charlie's theme tune, it'll get us in the mood. Um, my husband's here, and he's brought some music for Sir Charlie. Sir Charlie's very own music. If we could have that. And we can all go marching. We're marching through the forest. We see a tower. Oh, it's there. We go into the tower. Listen. Who was that? We go up the tower. We find all sorts of things. We've got beasts with us. We're scared, but we're brave. Come on, keep marching. I think we're ready. Listen carefully. Sir Charlie Stinky Socks and the really big adventure by me, Christina Stevenson. Ooh. Once upon a time, there was a deep, dark forest where monstrous trees groaned. Ooh. Terrible beasties moaned. And wiggly woos waited to tickle your toes. In the middle of the forest, surrounded by thorny bushes, there stood a tall, tall tower with... At the bottom of the tower was a big wooden door. Inside the tower, 
a windy, windy staircase didn't stop winding until it reached a little wooden door right at the very top. And what was behind that little wooden door? Well, nobody knew because nobody ever went there. The end. <laughs> not really. Nobody ever went there, at least not until the day when a bold, brave knight, look bold and brave, Sir Charlie Stinky Socks and his faithful, fearless cat, Envelope. Sorry, you can stand up. G give us a meow. Decided that the time had come for a really big adventure. Sir Charlie picked his best sword. He packed some sandwiches, a big bottle of water, and a favorite little something for the journey. Just in case. Let me take those. And with a song in his heart, go la la la. No, la la la. Perfect. He mounted his good gray mare. Horse, horse, horse. He mounted his good gray mare. Clip, clop. Clip, clop. Clippity, clippity, clop. Over the hills and far away rode Sir Charlie and his cat. Just do a little march down to the end there. And then come back again. Ooh, and a wily witch with a watch. Followed behind on a broom. You follow them, go to the end, and then come back again. Don't fall off, please. Okay, Charlie, come here. You stand there. At last, they came to a deep, dark forest where monstrous trees groaned. I can't hear you. And terrible beasties moaned. Envelope shivered. The gray mare quivered. While the witch with the watch covered her eyes. But brave Sir Charlie stood steady in his boots. Go on, look steady. Shh, he whispered into the woods. Tis I, say tis I. Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. With a song to soothe you. Good boy. And as Sir Charlie sang his lullaby, la la la, la la la, the trees stopped groaning, but the terrible beasties went on moaning. <laughs> Stop your moaning, big voice. Stop your moaning, cried the knight. Come out and eat me. Come out and eat me. If you dare. Out of the darkness crept six slobbering beasties. That fearless cat envelope scarpered. Come over here. The good grey mare fled. And even the wily witch with the watch trembled behind a tree. Stand behind that tree. Good girl. Good, well done. But bold Sir Charlie, where's Sir Charlie? Bold Sir Charlie did not turn. Brave Sir Charlie did not run. Instead, he drew his trusty sword, hold his sword up, and did what any good knight would do. He smiled and cut up his sandwiches. 
you take that? The beasties stood and stared. <gasps> they were hairy, hideous creatures indeed. But you know, they were more scared of Sir Charlie Stinky Socks than he was of them. Charlie fed the beasties. Have a munch on that. And the beasties stopped moaning. And the wily witch with the watch looked on with a grin. Mm. And she checked the time. But this was no way to end a really big adventure. So Sir Charlie Stinky Socks rescued his cat. Go rescue your cat. He rallied his good grey mare and he set off again, never minding the wiggly woos who waited in the grass or the six not so terrible beasties who followed him. Go and follow them, witch. Off you go, little march down there and then back again. There they go on their adventure. At last, no, the forest grew thicker. <gasps> the bushes became thorny. Lucky for Envelope Meow. and the good gray mare that Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. Charlie, where are you? Charlie, Charlie. Whoa. Lucky for, uh, lucky for Envelope and the good gray mare that Sir Charlie Stinky Socks led the way with his trusty sword. Whooshity thwack, whooshity thwack. Choppity, choppity, chop. It was thirsty work for a bold, brave knight. How glad he was to have a big bottle of water by his side. And then at last, they came to a clearing in the trees where the sun threw down its pale yellow light onto a tall, tall tower with... But it also threw its light onto a long green dragon. Come on, dragon. He was frightful and fearsome and coughing out fire <sighs> as he stomped in a temper <sighs> around the tower. Stomp around the tower. Cough out fire. Ha ha, thought Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. Just the thing for a really big adventure. Stop your roaring, dragon. Stop your roaring, dragon. A bit louder. Stop your roaring, dragon. He commanded. But the dragon did not stop. He went on coughing out fire. He went on belching out smoke. And now his eyes were fixed firmly on Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. Was this the end of the line for the bold brave knight? Say, oh my. Oh my. Bit louder. Oh my. Envelope didn't hang around to find out. And neither did the good grey mare. Only a worried wily witch and a couple of wiggly woos watched. But bold Sir Charlie did not flinch. Brave Sir Charlie did not flicker. He took out his big bottle of water and kind, clever Sir Charlie Stinky Socks gave that old dragon a long, cool drink. Give him a drink. On. Oh, lovely. Ah. Now you've stopped coughing. Now you've stopped coughing. Said the knight to the long green dragon. Tell me what's at the top of this tower. Tell me what's at the top of this tower. The dragon looked up. The dragon looked at Sir Charlie. The dragon scratched his scaly head and said, 
My dear old thing. My dear old thing. I haven't a clue. I haven't a clue. It's not a dragon's place. It's not a dragon's place. To ask, you know. To ask, you know. Just to do. Just to do. Then why don't we find out? Why don't we find out? Said Sir Charlie with a grin. The wily witch took one last look at her watch. She jumped for joy and she flew off on her broom. Go and stand behind the princess. As Sir Charlie pushed open the big wooden door. Give me a creak. Up the windy, windy staircase marched Sir Charlie Stinky Socks. Come on, march. You have to march on the spot. There isn't much room. But face the audience. He didn't stop marching until he'd taken his faithful cat over here. Envelope over the side envelope. His good grey mare can stand that side there. Over there, over there, over there, over there, over there, over there, over there. Um, six not so terrible beasties. Go and stand with the beastie. A very curious long green dragon. Go and stand over there. And a couple of wiggly woos. Right to the very top. There he opened the little wooden door and peeped in. Give me a little creak this time. A big black cauldron stood in the middle of the room and stirring it was the wily witch, of course. By her side sat a little princess, <gasps> weeping and wailing, <laughs> cry. Go on, you're really sad. <laughs> you're not laughing. <gasps> weeping and wailing in a pool of tears. <laughs> Sir Charlie, looked at the princess. Sir Charlie looked at the bubbling pot. Sir Charlie didn't wait another minute. He drew his trusty sword and bounded over to rescue the little princess. Stop your weeping, Stop your weeping. cried the knight. Sir Charlie Stinky Socks is here. Sir Charlie Stinky Socks to save you from the pot. To save you from the pot. The witch cackled with laughter. <laughs> Can we do that again? That was brilliant. Go on. Step here. Fantastic. I'm not going to cook the princess. I'm not going to cook the princess. Squealed the witch. I'm cooking the food for her birthday party. I'm cooking the food for her birthday party. It's today at three, you see. I do it every year, you know. I do it every year, you know. I blow up balloons. I blow up balloons. And decorate the tower. And decorate the tower. I send out invitations. I send out invitations. Hundreds of them. Hundreds of them. And looky here. Looky here. She cried, tip-tapping at the face of her watch. It's nearly three. It's nearly three. Yippee! Yippee! Turn around. Then why are you crying, princess? Then why are you crying, princess? Asked Sir Charlie. Cry, go on, it's more crying. <laughs> because, because, shrieked the princess, we live at the top of a windy, windy staircase. <laughs> 
in a tall, tall tower. In a tall, tall tower. With a pointy roof. With a pointy roof. Surrounded by thorns. Surrounded by thorns. And guarded by a fire-breathing dragon. And guarded by a fire-breathing dragon. And it's in the middle of. And it's in the middle of. A, a deep, dark forest. A deep, dark forest. Where wiggly woos. Wait in the grass to tickle your toes. Hungry beasties moan. And monstrous trees groan. And monstrous. And monstrous trees groan. Big voice. So nobody ever comes. So nobody ever comes. <laughs> oh yes, they do said Sir Charlie, as he flung open the door. Behold, Sir Charlie Stinky Socks and his friends. Have a balloon. That night, step back everybody, step back. That night, the lights burned brightly in the tall, tall tower with the pointy roof as a happy little princess had a rip-roaring good time. Blow that. Have a good time. <laughs> Rip roaring good time. When the candles had been blown out, can you all blow, please? Blow, princess. And the cake eaten up, Sir Charlie Stinky Socks took out the favourite little something he'd brought from home, just in case, and he gave it to the princess. Oh, oh! Many happy returns of the day. Many happy returns of the day. He said, and everyone cheered. Hooray! 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 Because that's what people do at the end of a really big adventure. The end. Everyone take a bow and clap to you. You were absolutely brilliant. Do you want to just sit down? Do you want to actually go down there? And Maddie, can you help everyone take their bits and pieces off? I just want to tell you a little bit. Have we got, yeah? I'm just going to tell you a little bit about what happened next. Step, if you step down there, and Maddie will help you take your costumes off. Then you go and sit back down again. Once I'd written that story, the publisher said to me, would you like to write another story? And I said, yes, please. And they said, have you got lots of ideas? And do you think I had lots of ideas? I didn't have any ideas, and I had to think really hard again where to start again. So I decided the next book was going to be a ghost story set, ooh, who's read this one, The Frightful Night? Few of you. This is a ghost story, and this is set at the top of the tall, tall tower after everybody's gone to bed after the party, and something terrible happens. Somebody steals the princess's bear. Oh my, say, oh my, oh my, somebody steals the princess's bear and they have to go on a ghost hunt and they have to find who's stolen the princess's bear. And Mads? And the first people they find are, they're in the right order, I think. The first one. No, okay, the next one. The ghastly ghouls. The ghastly ghouls who are dribbling over a pot of, what are they dribbling over? Green bean soup. Green bean soup. Now, green bean soup. Um, 
it, we haven't got that effect, have we? No, don't worry, it doesn't matter. Green bean soup. Now, what happens if you eat too many beans? Anybody know what happens if you eat too many beans? Go on. You get a tummy ache and you make <laughs> rude noises, I'm afraid. Beans are very good for you. You've got to eat green beans. If you eat too many green beans, that's what happens. And that's what's happening to the ghastly ghouls. They're eating too many of the beans and they're making such a smell with their bottoms. Awful smell with their bottoms. Charlie Stinky Socks has to throw the green beans out of the window. Now, if you throw green beans, and they happen to be magic beans, out of a window in a tall, tall tower, and the magic beans happen to land on the ground, what happens? Yes? They grow a beanstalk. Can I have the big fold-out picture? They grow into a beanstalk. And this is what happens in the third story. The beans have grown. Can you see the beanstalk? Right. And can you see somebody at the top of the tower? Who's at the top of the tower? It's not the witch. It's a wizard this time. In book number three about the dreadful spell, the beanstalk has grown all the way up the tower. It's grown all the way up into the sky. And it's brought down a wizard who's done something terrible. He's turned everybody into stone. And that's book number three. And um, that's all about the perils of what happens if you throw beans out of the window. And if you eat too many beans, remember what happens? <laughs> and that's my tenuous link into a bit of a song. Would you like to end today with a bit of a song? Yeah? Would you like to sing a rude song with me? Yes? Who'd like to sing a rude song about eating too many beans? Yes! Okay. My able assistants. Could you bring up the thing? I've got my own children here, Maddie and Charlie. This is the real Sir Charlie Stinky Socks and his sister, the princess. And they're going to come up and they're going to teach you how to sing this song about green beans. Are you all very good at learning songs quickly? Yeah. That's upside down. <laughs> okay, turn it around, we'll start with the other way. The first words you need to learn, can you all read that at the back? You all see it? And never mind the smell. Now when we sing this, I'd like you to hold your noses and sing it like this. Can you say, and never mind the smell? Perfect. I'll teach you the tune in a minute, but we'll learn the words first. Flip it over. And here are the words. Again, can you all read this at the back? Okay, it says, because green bean soup is so wonderful. Green bean soup is swell. Green bean soup is amazing. Flip it over. Cover your noses. And never mind the smell. How good are you at learning tunes quickly? Yeah, brilliant. I bet you're all fantastic singers. We're going to sing this really loud. We want them to hear us at the castle, okay? We're going to raise the roof. This is how the tune goes, okay? One, two, three. Because green bean soup is so wonderful. Green bean soup is swell. Green bean soup is amazing. Cover your nose. And never mind the smell. Not bad, but I couldn't hear any of you. And I want all teachers singing as well. And any teachers who aren't singing have to come up and do a solo. All right, fair enough. We'd like that, wouldn't we? Yes, okay. Really loud this time, now we know it. One more time. Because green bean soup is so wonderful. Green bean soup is swell. Green bean soup 
is amazing. Cover your nose really loud. And never mind the smell. Okay, should we try this for real? Yes? Even louder. I'm going to do the verse and you're going to do the choruses. Okay, don't forget to cover your noses. Can you step back a little bit and hold it up really high? Ready? You sure? Yeah. Teachers, are you ready? Are you sure? I'm watching. Here we go. Take a bean that is green, never pink, purple or blue, never blue. If the bean that you choose isn't green, then the soup could be a stew. That will not do. Take a pinch of bogey from your nose, a slice of cheese from under your toes. Stir it up, stir it well. Add some dribble, drool, guzzle and ghoul. Slurp it all when slightly cool. Cover your nose. And never mind the smell. One, two, three. Because green bean soup is so wonderful. Louder. Green bean soup is swell. Green bean soup is amazing. Cover your nose. And never mind the smell. Perfect. Oh. Second verse. Take a bean that is green, never red, orange or gray. Never gray. If the bean that you choose isn't green, then the soup could be souffle and great dismay. Take a pinch of bogey from your nose, a slice of cheese from under your toes. Stir it up, stir it well. Add some dribble, drool, guzzle and ghoul. Slurp it all when slightly cool. Cover your nose. And never mind the smell. Really loud. Because green bean soup is so wonderful. Green bean soup is swell. Green bean soup is amazing. One, two, three, four. And never mind the smell. One more time. Because green bean soup is so wonderful. Green bean soup is swell. Green bean soup is amazing. Big finish. I never mind the smell. I beg your pardon. Well done. I don't think we've got time, have we? No, is that it? That's all we've got time for. Thank you very much. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, in a moment, I'm going to take Christine around to the children's bookshop. And if you wanted to ask her some questions, you can talk to her there and you can get some books signed if you want to. So we will be going around there. But I'll ask you to leave the theatre after I've taken Christine around, if you can let me get her out first. But for now, if you have had a brilliant time, as brilliant a time as I have had, my goodness me, I laughed till the tears ran down my cheeks there. If you've had such a brilliant time, can you give me a huge cheer so Christina knows how much you've enjoyed it? Ready? <laughs> Woo!
And thank you for being a brilliant audience. Okay. Thanks, Christina. More podcasts, videos, and live recordings of author events can be found at www.edbookfest.co.uk.